Hello everybody and welcome back to the Film Review Central podcast with me, Kieran Griddins. I hope that you're all well and I hope that you're all staying safe. Now, films are slowly coming back. Cinemas have finally been announced to uh, to come back. I'm really, really excited um, to uh, check out some great films uh, in the cinema. And this is another movie review. I've not seen this in the cinema. I saw this on a streaming service, but films you have to get them uh, one way don't you especially in these hard times and as you can tell by the title this is a film review for the Angelina Jolie new film and obviously the newest film released as part of the HBO Max and Warner Brothers deal those who wish me dead um, this film was definitely not on my radar when uh, they obviously made this massive uh, announcement they didn't in comparison to uh, some of the the other films uh, that has been you know has been added in, um, I actually put this fifteenth on my ranking of all the seventeen movies that are going uh, to the uh, streaming service. So it, it wasn't the case of I didn't believe in the in the storyline of the talent. I just think there was better films that probably had a little bit more going for them. So, and then I completely forgot about it. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't think that this film was going to be. In, I was, you know, going to going to watch this film. But I will be moving on to my opinions pretty quickly. But thank you very much for all the recent success on the channel. It's been nearly a week until I uploaded uh, on this channel. Some other stuff has, has been has been in the way. But you know, this is this podcast is obviously not as consistent as it used to be. I used to. Uh, upload daily these podcasts but the simple reason being i'm getting a lot busier now but definitely there will be more podcasts keep coming on the channel uh, now let's let's get into what this film's about then so this is about a smoke jumper called hannah faber who is played by jolie who is an isolated individual still reeling after the loss of three lives she has the chance to redeem herself though when a traumatized kid is on the run from two relentless killers and a fiery blaze consuming the surroundings. So in terms of that storyline, I did think that was a very intriguing storyline. I definitely think Jolie has some great star power. I think she still does um, in terms of, a, I think she does a, a wide varied filmography. Like she's obviously set to be in the uh, Eternals and then obviously she's done stuff for Disney as well. And but there was a period of time where she was making these thriller films, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, uh, Wanted comes to mind. So uh, she she makes them, you know, interesting thrillers. And I think this was again another, you know, decent storyline. You know, looking at the looking at the cast as well, I think it's always a good place to start. Uh, John Bedford, who's, who's done some really really good action thrillers, mainly in TV. Uh, Nicholas Holt, who is a well known name, of course, in the in the superhero genre. Aiden Gillen as well from Game of Thrones as well as done some really really interesting films. Uh, Tyler Perry who was a bit of a surprise guy uh, in this film simply because of his wide comedic background um, with the with the Maida films. So I, I was definitely intrigued by the cast, by the storyline and then I watched the film and this is where you sort of get into the... I don't want people to be um, you know under the um, under the idea that I didn't like this film, and there were certain elements of the film. Obviously, I'll give you my score uh, at the end. But I felt like this was a massive one-star wonder for Angelina Jolie. I think she was the actress that, of course, was you know massive in terms of the marketing aspects of the film. You're know, sort of looking at you know how they can sort of market the film on on a 
streaming service that has so many blockbusters at the moment. So I think that's what they tried to do, and I think definitely Jolie leaned into that, and I felt like she was the big you know, star in the film. I think her character was so multi-layered. I thought her, I thought her character was really, really intriguing, actually, in terms of where she started. She's uh, a character who has obviously suffered a tragedy, has affected in her workplace, but keeps going, but never, ever feels, you know, quite right. She, she's isolated from her work uh, friend. She has, you know, an ex-boyfriend who, you know, is, is with another woman and having a child. So I think... The certain aspects of her character was very, very intriguing. Not very, not I wouldn't say it was relatable because I think people go through, um, you know, different situations, you know, like that. And obviously, she that's through, you know, losing, you know, three kids in t- in terms of her job. I don't know whether that will be relatable to 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 some people, but I think her character, you know, had them different feelings, different emotions, and it was definitely clear, especially in that first act. It, it definitely set up a lot you know, in terms of what her character was going through, how that character was going to redeem herself as the film went on. So I feel like that was probably the best aspect of the film. She had great connection with the other characters as well. I thought I felt like every single character involved in the film had some sort of connection to her. You know, she was she was the hero massively and I think that was a really, really good part of the film and what made the film entertaining, especially at the beginning. Um I thought that the backdrop was really dark, was really intriguing. I felt very, you know, bored watching the sort of the first act of the film because it was massively, you know, level with the story. But then I think the fire element of obviously, you know, the the burning forest, I felt like that raised the stakes a lot more than, than you know, probably the first act did. It didn't, you know, gun her into loads of action sequences. It took its time. But I felt like having that fire element was fantastic, you know, making the story massively intriguing have you know raised the stakes a little bit and i felt like that wasn't that's an interesting thing for all action thrillers is that if the backdrop's cool if the backdrop you know adds suspense and adds tension in terms of the action sequences and you know watching obviously watching the film for the first time you, you know you don't know which way it's going to go and um, i think it i think you can predict i think it's a, there's a good element of predicting it but you never really know what happens in terms of you know, happened when you watch it the first time. So I think using that backdrop to its full potential, I feel like that's a massive, massive part of, you know, what you decide to do, how you decide to do it. And I think the biggest thing was obviously using that, especially in the third act, making them action sequences really intriguing, really entertaining. I, I, I'm a big believer in action films that ha- might have a really really long really dragged out sort of you know middle element but a fantastic end i think everybody then will think about the end will remember about the end and i think whilst this film had some problems which we'll move on to in a minute that action sequences that ability to use them action sequences are always they're always absolutely fantastic so i think that's the main main thing let's get into some negatives and because there were clear negatives in this film um I think the story was predictable. I think if you watch a lot of action thrillers, you you know what's going to happen. Um, I think there was certain moments which w- w- was different to see, but I think all the characters sort of met their, you know, their end. I think they I think they sort of had their characters, you know, have a really really cool moment, but also a really nice end. Um, and I felt like the story 
use that a lot of it and um, i think the action sequences lack some originality i'm going to be honest with you i think of We've seen so many things. I think it had that potential as well to be original, to have that, you know, sort of come into it, especially with the setting that it was in. I didn't honestly think that I I will be watching the next, um, you know, you know, film or another film and, and, and feel like that, you know, I'll see that again. So I, I think that was, that lost it and i think it had the potential that's what makes it a massive disappointment for me is that if the film has the potential it's gonna work on it um and then the first act was really really fast paced and that's what i want to sort of mainly talk about in this review is you're watching the first 10 15 minutes of the film and already you're setting up so much stuff you're setting up so many storylines you're setting up so many characters and their individual the stories and i think some stories or some moments sort of get lost i'm not saying to you know to add another 20 25 minutes in terms of the storyline because i think a film over two hours is going to be long is going unless there was a massive massive moment in the film or it, it had you know a dedicated fan base which this film didn't have so i'm not saying that that i just felt like that they they rushed massively into a story and also these side plots that I think you you lose sort of some you know intrigue maybe you miss certain things and I think that's where it harms it because they they will return to them sort of moments and you think wait when did that happen and I I, I don't think it's just this film I think that I've watched so many films that have, have done that and I think this is again another clear one um and I, and I was really, really surprised that, you know, that did that because I think with an action thriller, it, it keeps the suspense and maintains the suspense. But the first act, really, and that, especially that first 10, 15 minutes, you felt like you saw the beginning of every single story. It didn't introduce any new stories or, or sort of new, you know, character moments in, in the second and third act. It all introduced in that first act. And whilst you, some reviewers might look at that and say yeah well you know they're making the story well developed but it's also because it's so fast paced you sort of lose their well developed stories and then you still have to remind yourself and, and I think that is tricky it's so difficult and I'm here you know behind the microphone listening you know you guys listening to my opinions it's so easy for me to criticise and it must be so difficult for writers and producers and directors to sort of you know tick all the boxes that a reviewer wants but I think whilst that is so difficult you sort of have to remind yourself the genre what genre you're in and for for, for example I'm going, to, I'm going to use this example here if this is a horror film you know a massive massive horror film then having a fast-paced storyline is doesn't mean or it doesn't matter as much because you're there for the scares, you're there for the thrills, but I think the fast-paced storyline in an action film, you sort of have to know every single aspect of the story, so then you find the, uh, you know, sort of the intrigue and and sort of how the action sequences link in with that story. So I was I was definitely you know pretty surprised at, at, at sort of how it didn't develop new storylines it also stuck to them and, and felt like they were 
you know, massively the concrete sort of storyline. They're calling it a neo-Western. If you watch this film, I would definitely sort of, you know, ask my opinion, like I always say, you know, make sure you you message me on, on, on Instagram and sort of say, you know, what what, what did you think? Um, you, know, you know, let me know. Let, you know what I mean? Let me know. Let me see what you think, because I don't think this is a neo-Western, but you might get look at it and obviously form your own opinions I, I love you know people you know proving me wrong and stuff like that i'm not always right you know if i'm a film um, you know i'm not a professional film reviewer so you've got to follow my opinion i want to hear what you guys think because i don't think that was a neo-western uh i thought it was more of an action thriller uh, but again you know it's, a, it's an interesting conversation it's getting the ball rolling in terms of that one so you know let me know if you're going to watch this film um i don't think a lot of people are going to see this at the cinema i spoke about this a bunch of times on my channel i don't think these types of films that doesn't have a strong fan base is people are going to go and want to watch this at the cinema they might do they might do and I'm, I'm not knocking anybody that does uh, i don't think that they're going to waste the money if they've got hbo max um you know available and, and obviously the you know people are still you know sort of relaxing restrictions but still things are very very high at the moment so are they going to take the risk i don't know but i think that's definitely you're watching the film and you know, you're, you're understandable, really, that, you know, this possibly might not get that audience intrigue. It's crazy, isn't it, the fact that, you know, films were sitting here and saying, do we go to cinema, we go on a streaming service, but that's just the situation that the cinema, that's, you know, the movie business are in at the moment. People are relying on streaming service to watch films, and, you know, I'm not going to go on to that, but Warner Brothers has obviously, you know, used that to their advantage, but I, I definitely want to see films that they've released um, in in cinemas and on HBO Max. I do want to come and see them on the cinema. I think there's a lot of films there that they've done very, very well. So I want to see them films. Obviously, I've not had the chance in the past couple of months. But now they're open, I think definitely think that, you know, that, that list of me watching films at the cinema is going to be great. And obviously, you know, more reviews are going to be coming on, you know, to films. And said, I've been at the cinema. It's been August 2020, the last time I went. I went to go and watch Tenant. Um so what that's nine months ago i definitely want to go back i absolutely love the cinema but i don't think this is going to be a film i'll be uh paying uh to go and see again uh, in terms of the score then i'm going to go with a respectable six out of ten and i think joe lee massively massive makes up that six out of ten i don't think i could have gone any lower i thought that would have been a bit harsh so i think six is a is a is a, is a good number it's a it's a very is a okay film i don't think it's one that I'm going to massively give recommendations to, uh, but it was a decent film. I can't say any more on that, and uh, you know it's definitely going to be in the middle of the pack. So that is it for my review of Those Who Wish Me Dead. Great title, by the way. I re yeah, that, that's another positive of the film. It's got a great title, but you know that's my review. Let me know what you think. Did you see this film? What did you think? Do you think it's a Neo Western or do you stick with me? Listen, guys, get your opinions in. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. So many conversations are going on on my Instagram at the moment. It's really, really cool to say. So thank you very, very much. Uh, check out all the other reviews as well because you guys will have some, um, you know, experience, especially with uh, my end of year review, which I obviously rank all the films i've seen this year um so you know you guys will have a better understanding about where i'm going to place certain films um as well so make sure you check them out plus all the other content as well uh rankings top tens trailer breakdown smartica showdown it's there's so much for everybody to enjoy i really hope that everybody's enjoying the channel and getting the content uh that they uh 
truly appreciate uh, and want. I don't know what my next podcast will be about, but I'll be something that you love. See you in a bit.